Radio. Rahi with Andy Ruiz. Hey, Andy, you said that you didn't take this fight as seriously. You weren't in shape as you had hoped. But it seems uh, crazy to be in that position, knowing what you know about how difficult it is to get an opportunity like this. What was it on your mind that made you feel like that would be okay? You know what? I think I... Um, you know, I, I just should have trained harder, you know. There's no excuses. I think I looked past him. I thought it was going to be the same the same thing on June 1st. But we, we did we did work on some things. But I think for me being a little heavier, well, a lot heavier, um, I didn't perform my best. What were your dad and your coach telling you to try to get you back in the gym and get you back on sh uh course you know there's there's a lot of things that they're telling me and I think from I think the fame just got a little little to me you know and you know I'm just I'm just happy to be here I'm happy that I was the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world and I'm gonna learn from my mistakes and you know I just got to bounce back I've been through so many roller coasters in my life and this is one of them and I bounced back before I'm gonna bounce back again you keep talking about a third fight has anybody promised you that do you have any idea if that's actually going to happen we're gonna work on that and you know I won one he won one and we are going to make a, a trilogy. Thank you. Radio Raheem with Andy Ruiz. Mohamed, IFL TV, MTK Global, Rob McCracken, how good was AJ tonight? Yeah, I thought he was really good. He stuck to the tactics and boxed really well behind his jab and landed some really good right hands to nullify Ruiz and stop his advance. Mm, thoughts on Ruiz as well? Um, he's dangerous and he's got quick hands and then the minute you make a mistake, he's on you and he lands shots. He, he, he's heavy-handed as well and he's, he knows what he's doing. He can, can, he can cut a ring off, but I, I thought AJ was too quick for him tonight on his legs. I thought he moved well and I thought he controlled Ruiz at a long range for the best part. A couple of times he got involved at mid and, and paid the price a couple of times but readjusted and got back behind the jab. I thought he landed some really good right hands throughout the night. As Josh had his first loss in June, there was questions around his mentality, his mental state going into this rematch, um, but he shut everyone out basically tonight and showed great mental strength. Would you not well, agree? Well, if you lose a fight in, you, in the manner that you lost it in New York and then you come back a few months later and, 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 and win the fight convincingly, that, that's the measure of a man that's Anthony Joshua. Um, to come back from the New York loss and comfortably control, in my opinion, Andy Ruiz is, is always dangerous, don't get me wrong. Um, we agreed the rematch the next day. Me and Anthony was in New York, spoke to Eddie, and we both agreed to pursue the rematch with Ruiz. Not even 24 hours after after he'd lost in Madison Square Garden, that's how confident we was that he'd he'd put it right and he'd put, you know he prepared properly, had a great camp, great sparring partners, and um, and I thought you know executed the tactics really well. How influential were the sparring partners and the new training setup? Yeah, I think there's not so much a new training setup. I think AJ's always had other people helping out in training. Nobody could. It's not possible to train Anthony Joshua one person. It just has never existed. Sean Murphy down at Finchley, 
Benger, his cousin, you know, the GB coaches, um, Angel and Joby have, have worked hard in this camp as well. But um, yeah, it's, look, it is what it is. Um, he rocks really well. He has a huge support team as well. You know, he's he's he's, he's a big name fighter and he's got a lot to do. So, um, you know, he done the job and he listened and he worked hard and he was good in the corner tonight. He, he took everything on board. Was there any moments where you thought the stoppage was coming for Joshua? Yeah, he caught Ruiz with a couple of big right hands, but... Um, Obviously, Rui is very tough and very solid. Rob McCracken, thank you very much. Thank you, Jim. He is special. Absolute dynamite. Oh, my goodness. Rui. Rui. Okay. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's cold. Kukan Cassis, IFL TV, MTK Global. First of all, congratulations, two-time world champion. How you ain't got to dress me like that, bro. You know uh, me from a long time. You've been time, chatting two-time all night, so. True. <laughs> 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 You're a fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does no, it feel? I appreciate that. All good, all good. I said we belong here. Um, just about winning, getting a W, we won. Now we're heavyweight champion of the world again. How, how was the kind of mindset over the last few days leading into this? I know you said that it wasn't kind of worrying or a concern, but surely tonight, ring walking tonight, there must have been something Just to the back believing of in my own process, trusting myself and believing in myself, you know, that was the most important thing. The game plan tonight, was that exactly what it was? Just like one, one round at a time. One round at a time. I'm in with a man who's confident he beat me last time out, so he's going to be confident that he could do it again. So you have to just take uh, the soul out of him and take the heart from him and just make him feel mass, mass. round by round that he's... Uh, no space. How to explain it? That he's losing... He's losing something. Something's getting taken away from him round by round. As he said, he's willing to die for what he believes and what he wants. And I had to take that passion out of him. You talked about uh, your mandatory situations that mm. coming up next year. And when I asked you about Usek, you said, let's rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You up for that? It's just a name. It's just a name, really. A name, and then someone I just prepare for. So, yeah, you know, we take on all challenges. Yeah, so Usyk, cool. No problem. Just one more. Sure. Uh, Dylan White made his return to the ring tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also been cleared by UCAD. Well done to him. Well done yeah, to reaction him, to that? I don't know much about how the, the samples and this work, but I know that you have to get drug tested in this sport. You know, it's important to keep clean reputation about the sport and um, it just seems that Dylan is a clean fighter so well done Tim and just work work hard and work smart that's the only way you can make moves in this in this game so Dylan has um, proved that he's a hard worker and he doesn't he doesn't cut corners so well done to him well done to him tonight as well on to the next okay yeah no problem what I else are you saying no no I've got, I've got, nah, nah, I've got, got anything you want to say no, just your experience in Saudi, the whole thing in yeah, general. Yeah, Saudi's been good, bro. Saudi's been good. I think the warm weather is important. It's freezing back home. You know when you're training, the warm weather on the joints and the muscles and all that stuff is important to kind of uh, do a little bit of warm weather training now and again. The vitamin D, the, the natural vitamins and stuff is important. So I think it was a blessing staying up in Sheffield, raining and stuff like that. 
just it can be depressing, isn't it? You know what I mean, even though it's training camp, but it brought some life to the to the environment. And um, shout out to the British Embassy for looking after us. Um, that was good. But I gotta go back home now and uh, back to that cold rain, sleet, and snow. Back to my normal routine. We fight in England next year. The governors decide that, man. I just that's what I say. Like Usyk, I'll fight Usyk. I'll fight anywhere. I don't I've really care. Get Get me. One actual last thing. Yeah. A comment that you picked up when you said to Ruiz the other day, what is the strategy to beat you? I'm not stupid. I know what I'm doing. Calculated man. Everyone was like, why is he asking that? Exactly. You obviously did know what you were doing. Yeah, you have to know the type of character you're dealing with. I don't ask questions for no reason. Sometimes I ask you questions. Yeah, to see you. Can't test me though. Yeah, I can't test you. You can't, no, you can't. I test you. <laughs> but I like to ask questions. It's Andy important. Joshua, thank you very much for talking to me. What do you have to say to Nigeria and your president? What do you have to say to Nigeria? Big up yourselves! <laughs> Big up yourselves! Right, let's, shut, let's shut this door. That's not the thing already. Oh. Hey, Benga, get my hat from that guy actually. Ask him, ask him to give him my t shirt. Brother! Let's Let me take that hat back. Let's do a swap. Let I me take. Do you want the t-shirt? Yeah. Do you want my t-shirt? Uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. Because my hair's a bit matting. <laughs> oh, yeah. My hair's a bit crazy. Yeah. yeah. Shut, All right, off your back. Alright, cool. <laughs> Josh, thank you. One more thing. Yeah. You're the new Muhammad Ali. Just ah, we tango. No, different personalities, but the same thing. This is Andy Perov, Boxing Social, and I'm glad we're joined by trainer Rob McCracken to Anton Joshua. Rob, your man reclaiming your unified world ever titles. Talks about his, the fight and his performance. Yeah, he boxed really well. Stayed behind the jab and landed some good right hands and got a really good win against a really good fighter. What was the, the, the plan from the outset? Was it just to look to box and move around? Did he ex execute everything that you wanted? Yeah, just control the range as much as he could. A couple of times he rushed in and got caught a couple of, you know, and he, and he readjusted and stuff, but... He kept discipline throughout the 12 rounds and I thought he did a really good job behind the jab and nullified Andy Ruiz tonight and, and I thought looked good in doing it. Was you surprised at all by Andy Ruiz Jr? Was you expecting more from him? No, I think Josh was, was, was quicker on his legs. I think he had a lot more energy uh, for the fight. I think he, uh, he controlled the range most of the time and uh, I think he, he controlled Andy Ruiz and he hit him with some good shots as well, some good right hands. As Ruiz came in, Ruiz came back with a few shots, but I think all in all, you know, he did great tonight, Josh. Was that for you, Anthony's best performance underneath your guidance? Um, I'm sure, he, you know, there's been some good performances, but I, I thought he was, you know, he, he controlled the ring, controlled the range for the most part. I thought he was good behind the jab. I thought his right hand a few times was forced, but sometimes it was natural and... And, you know, Ruiz walked into it, especially at the end of the first, I think. Or this, uh, you know, he hit him with a real good shot and Ruiz is very, very tough. But, um, yeah, I just thought he controlled the range. He didn't mess around too much at mid-range. A couple of times he got involved, but, you know, he, he went back to the, to the tactics, which was long range and nullifying him at short range and not really doing too much at mid-range. So um, it worked perfectly and he, and he was really good tonight. How big a psychological barrier has Anthony overcome from the, the upset of New York to being able to defeat Andy Ruiz out here in Saudi Arabia? Well, I think um, it's very difficult when you, you lose to an opponent. You know, you get stopped. And, and the reality is, is, is that myself and AJ 
uh, spoke to Eddie the day after the fight in New York on the Sunday and both agreed that we'd, we'd pursue the rematch immediately and I feel we, we, it was the right decision to do because he's got his titles back now, he put on a good performance, a great performance for me and, um, and was a clear winner. How key were the other guys who have been brought into the camp for this time round as well? Um, yeah, I think the sparring partners were fantastic. Um, Bryant Jennings, Andrew Tabiti, Alvis, Tim, I think they did a great job. Derek Chisora came up and helped out in, in, in the sparring as well. So I think he's just, you know, you've got a huge team. You've got a huge, huge team behind AJ. You, you're talking 30 people. There's a lot of support staff. There's other coaches that help out as well. There's coaches that have always helped out. His cousin Benger helps out. Angel, Joby, you know, Sean Murphy down in Finchley. So, um, you know, AJ, no, you know, be impossible for two or three people to look after AJ. He has a huge team because it's, you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot, a lot of, lot of stuff that he has to do, and uh, there's a lot of time restraints. But we've been able to make it work, and he's he's got an experienced support team. Do you feel we saw the best version of Anthony Joshua tonight? I think he'll, he, he he was good tonight. I think he'll only get better. I think his his fitness was good. His legs were great. Um, he'll have learnt a lot more from that fight again tonight against Ruiz, and I think he'll just go on from there and and improve each time. I know you want to celebrate, but Alexander Usyk, WBO, Kubrat Pulev, IBF, when do plans start to be put in place for one um, of those? They'll be put in place soon, but um, he was supposed to fight Pulev before and it, and it, and it was cancelled. So, I mean, Pulev's a mandatory, I mean, you know, maybe Pulev next or, or maybe one of the others. But, let's, you know, it's all about tonight and boxing Andrew is and he's, he's won all his titles back and it's just a brilliant night for everyone. Rob, how are you going to celebrate? Um, have a cup of tea. <laughs> Rob, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. does cause a big stir, doesn't it? Which is good, it's good interest. So, what was good is we had sparring partners that replicated Andy. So in terms of weight, I felt good when I was in the gym. It's the closest thing to the fight. So, in terms of my weight, if I have to fight like a Pulev or something and I get replicas of him in the gym and I'm speaking to Rob and I'm like, coach, I feel like this or like that. We're just gonna adjust due to, due to opponent and due to how I feel in sparring. So. You never know, weight's going to go up. I don't think it'll go any further down. I think it can only go up, but I did feel good tonight. To be able to go 12 rounds and outbox a champion, a unified champion, um, shows that we was at the right weight and preparation went, went right this, this training camp. I know you've had this question a few times before, but just while against you in February, what are the odds of we seeing you against the winner in that fight? I, I, couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you. The best thing would be to let them two just get on with their fight, and then I feel like once they're done, they'll have a bit more of a clue of what they want to do with their careers. And um, if we're in their plans, um, they know where to find us. We're taking on all challenges, and I'm feeling more and more confident as they as the months and weeks are going on. AJ, you've so many knockouts in your career so far, but tonight, Boxing Masterclass, how satisfying was that to, to do it in a different way? I haven't watched it back, but the great thing is, is that I wasn't concerned about the rounds. It could have been a 15 round fight, 
like the old school. And I was like, what round is it? You know, I just felt calm and comfortable. And we just flowed, we just, we just boxed our way through each round and Rob always tells me, even this sparring, just take it round by round, just take it round by round. Don't worry about doing 12, don't worry about doing eight. Just take it round by round. And it's a brilliant, it's brilliant when a plan comes together. Everything I've been taught has to be put in and showcased on one night and then, you know, round by round we won and we led our way to victory, so everything worked out pretty well. And you've obviously got all the options ahead of you, but who would you choose? Who are you going to choose next? Because you've got uh, lots of options. Maybe, maybe my mandatory, I think. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to face my mandatory, and that's uh, Pulev or Usyk. AJ, you boxed on the back foot tonight, which is something that we've seen from you fits and starts in the past, but you landed a right hand at the end of the first round, that cut Andy Ruiz. How important was it for you to stamp your authority early on in the fight? My authority doesn't always come by throwing shots. My authority comes by feeling comfortable within myself. So once I found my rhythm, I felt I had my own authority within myself. I didn't need to prove it to him. And then because I felt good in myself, my shot just happened and I didn't look for it, yeah. which we spoke about. Um, so it wasn't like I was chasing Andy, like, let me show this guy I'm the boss. I just, I knew. When I got my rhythm, I knew that I was good and boom. And I, I then expressed it, but when you're confident in yourself, you haven't got to go and shout to the world. So I felt good in myself and then when the opportunity came to prove it, it went boom and it just bust his eyes straight open. And would you say it was the best performance of your career so far? Uh, I'm not the judge of that. Rob's the judge of that. There's definitely a lot to work on. But the main thing is we've got the win and we're the current heavyweight champion of the world. And it means a lot more than it did the first time. Oh, if they're calling, you know, um, we'll go crawling. <laughs> Anthony, how much credit does this man's human oh, right deserve? Man, we'd, we'd have to give him a round of applause. I don't think people understand. Like, remember that? Like, I leave your train, I leave this. Do you know what I mean? Like, boxing ain't just about learning how to throw a punch, it's learning about life. You know, art imitates boxing. Sometimes they say art imitates life, but real life, what you learn in boxing, you take into the real world. And Rob's backed me, man, from day one. Day one, told me about certain things. I might not have been in this position if it weren't for Rob. I don't, I don't really care if Rob teaches me how to throw a punch. Rob needs to teach me how to be a man. Do you know what I mean? That's what you want for your son, right? You want your, your kids or your kids or your brothers to be around people who can teach them how to be men and teach them how to be respectful rather than just learning how to throw a punch. And Rob is a proper, proper, not only a student of the game, he's fought his way through the pro ranks himself, but he's got a lot of love and respect for me and wants to see me do well and wants to lead me in the right direction. And it's a blessing to have him in my corner. And staying with that, like Angel Fernandez and the other people that you brought into the camp. How much credit do they deserve and how beneficial was it to have them in this rematch? Definitely they deserve a lot of credit. Along with Gatman, Mark Ellison, Chris Marshall, Chris Connolly, Mike Luce, more Rob Madden. Who else have I missed out? Oh, loads. Loads. <laughs> you my, can't name my all of them. coaches in Sheffield, my coaches in Finchley. Support staff. Support staff. Support staff. Oh, there's endless. There's endless people that deserve credit, you know. So, it's a collective effort, man. It's, honestly, it's a collective effort. And what's weird is that sometimes I take myself out of the picture and I have to look at myself in third person because I'm just 
they're just putting all their effort into this project and then that that project has to go and perform which is me so there's a lot of people that are putting a lot on the line so Rob, Angel, Joby, support staff, the names I mentioned you can't forget anyone in this master in this master class. Guys we've got to wrap up. I'll leave that to the public to, to make the decision I can't I can't keep on um, trying to prove everything to the world I let people decide where they want to put me and I'm just going to be content with myself now. This is it, this is it, right? So that's what I think is that I'll let them make the decision because um, chasing sometimes leads you into certain traps. So I'm going to stay focused, stay on my own path, and then if the opportunity presents itself, we'll go through that door. But I'm not chasing anything with my with my blinkers on. I'm going to keep my eyes peeled on my own path. And right now it's just resting up, getting back in the gym, and waiting for the next opportunity. Because it's going to be a tough road to stay on top. The heavyweight division is tough, and I think it's only getting better. And I want to keep improving myself. Thank you, everyone. We have to leave. I'm sorry. Hello. Hello. How are you? There's been a lot of talk uh, this week about your physique, your, your weight. How do you feel going into the ring 11 pounds lighter? And would you be comfortable to keep that weight even if there's not to be Andy Reese in the next fight? The weighing does cause a big stir, doesn't it? Which is good. It's good interest. So, what was good is we had sparring partners that replicated Andy. So, in terms of weight, I felt good when I was in the gym. It's the closest thing to the fight. So, in terms of my weight, if I have to fight like a Pulev or something and I get replicas of him in the gym and I'm speaking to Rob and I'm like, coach, I feel like this or like that, we're just going to adjust due to, due to opponent and due to how I feel inspiring. So, you never know, weight's going to go up. I don't think it'll go any further down. I think it can only go up, but I did feel good tonight. To be able to go 12 rounds and outbox a champion, a unified champion, um, shows that we was at the right weight and preparation went went right this this training camp. I know you had this question a few times before, but this Wilder against you in February, what are the odds of we seeing you against the winner in that fight? I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you. The best thing would be to let them two just get on with their fight, and then I feel like once they're done, they'll have a bit more of a clue of what they want to do with their careers, and um, if we're in their plans. Um, they know where to find us. Um, we're taking on all challenges and I'm feeling more and more confident as the, as the months and weeks are going on. AJ, so many knockouts in your career so far, but tonight, Boxing Masterclass, how satisfying was that to, to do it in a different way? I haven't watched it back, but the great thing is, is that I wasn't concerned about the rounds. It could have been a 15 round fight, like the old school. Um, I wasn't like, what round is it? You know, I just felt calm and comfortable and we just flowed. We just we just boxed our way through each round and Rob always tells me, even this Brian, just take it round by round. Just take it round by round. Don't worry about doing 12, don't worry about doing eight. Just take it round by round. And it's a brilliant it's brilliant when a plan comes together. Everything I've been taught has to be put in and showcased on one night and um, 
you know, round by round we won and we led our way to victory, so everything worked out pretty well. And you've obviously got all the options ahead of you, but who would you choose? Who are you going to choose next? Because you've got uh, lots of options. Maybe, maybe my mandatories, I think. I'm going to I'm have to face my mandatories, and that's uh, Pulev or Usyk. AJ, you boxed on the back foot tonight, which is something that we've seen from you in fits and starts in the past, but you landed a right hand at the end of the first round that cut Andy Ruiz. How important was it for you to stamp your authority early on in the fight? My authority doesn't always come by throwing shots. My authority comes by feeling comfortable within myself. So once I found my rhythm, I felt I had my own authority within myself. I didn't need to prove it to him. And then because I felt good in myself, my shot just happened and I didn't look for it, yeah. which we spoke about. Um, so it wasn't like I was chasing Andy, like, let me show this guy I'm the boss. I just, I knew. When I got my rhythm, I knew that I was good and boom. And I, I then expressed it, but when you're confident in yourself, you haven't got to go and shout to the world. So I felt good in myself and then when the opportunity came to prove it, it went boom and it just bust his eyes straight open. And who would you say was the best performance of you so far? Uh, I'm not the judge of that. Rob's the judge of that. There's definitely a lot to work on. But the main thing is we've got the win and we're the current heavyweight champion of the world. And it means a lot more than it did the first time. In Arabia, what Nigeria be? Yeah, then you can. Oh, if they're calling, you know, um, we'll go crawling. <laughs> Anthony, how much credit does this man to oh, man, we'd, we'd have to give him a round of applause. I don't think people understand, like, remember when like, I leave your train, I leave this, oh, man, these fucking clowns, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, boxing ain't just about learning how to throw a punch, it's learning about life. You know, art imitates boxing. Sometimes they say art imitates life, but real life, what you learn in boxing, you take into the real world. And Rob's backed me, man, from day one. Day one, told me about certain things. I might not have been in this position if it weren't for Rob. I don't, I don't really care if Rob teaches me how to throw a punch. Rob needs to teach me how to be a man. Do you know what I mean? That's what you want for your son, right? You want your, your kids or your cousins or your brothers to be around people who can teach them how to be men and teach them how to be respectful, rather than just learning how to throw a punch. And Rob is a proper, proper, not only a student of the game who's fought his way through the pro ranks himself, but he's got a lot of love and respect for me and wants to see me do well and wants to lead me in the right direction and it's a blessing to have him in my corner. And staying with that, what about Angel Fernandez and the other people that you brought into the camp? How much credit do they deserve and how beneficial was it to have them in this rematch? Definitely they deserve a lot of credit, along with Gatman, Mark Ellison, Chris Marshall, Chris Connolly, might lose more Rob Madden. Who else have I missed out? Oh, loads. <laughs> loads. All my, all my coaches in Sheffield, all my coaches in Finchley. Support staff. Support staff. Oh, there's endless people that deserve credit, you know. So it's a collective effort, man. It's honestly, it's a collective effort. And what's weird is that sometimes I take myself out of the picture and I have to look at myself in third person because I've just. They're just putting all their effort into this project and then that, that project has to go and perform, which is me. So there's a lot of people that have put in a lot on the line. So Rob, Angel, Joby, support staff, the names I mentioned. We can't forget anyone in this master in this masterclass. Guys, we've got to wrap up. I'll leave that to the public to, to make the decision. I can't I can't keep on um, trying to prove everything to the world. I let people decide where they want to put me and I'm just going to be content with myself now. I know you, meant, I know you mentioned your mandatories. 
but everyone was saying that the winner is right. They, the fans want to see well, now you again, which is very wild. <laughs> this is it. This is it, right? So that's what I think is that I'll let them make the decision because um, chasing sometimes leads you into certain traps. So I'm going to stay focused, stay on my own path, and then if the opportunity presents itself, we'll go through that door. But I'm not chasing anything with my eye, with my blinkers on. I'm going to keep my eyes peeled on my own path. And right now it's just resting up, getting back in the gym, and waiting for the next opportunity because it's going to be a tough road to stay on top. The heavyweight division. It's tough and athletes are only getting better and I want to keep improving myself. Thank you, Robert. we have to leave. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 we have to go. No, 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 no. I think, I think the Mexican people respect me, man. I respect them as well, so. Do you know what? Andy plays a big part in my legacy as well, so. It's not a bad thing that he lost. He's a great man and people can learn from him and say anything's possible, man. Yeah, how, was, how was Andy Ruiz different from the first fight? Sorry? How was Andy, how was Andy from LA. different from the first fight? Did you feel a difference in him in this fight compared to what you saw in June? No, no, no. He's a good fighter. Very good. He's a championship level fighter. Imagine he, he, he stopped me, bro. He came into that fight with, with full of confidence that he could do it again. So that I, I, I think I faced a better Andy Ruiz than I did the first time. You know, so he, he's a great, he's a great fighter, great, a great former champion. So I feel he'll go on to do great things in this division, providing he stays true to himself and stays dedicated to the game. We've got to go. I'm sorry for the fourth time. We have to leave now. We've got to go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for waiting. We know it's uh, very late, but I think uh, we should have a little round of applause for the two-time world heavyweight champion. We're gonna, I believe we're live actually on Sky Sports now. We're gonna have a 10-minute press conference, and then we're gonna do five minutes with the national dailies as well, and then we're gonna do five minutes with the video guys and, and a huddle there, do as much as we can, obviously. We know it's very late in the night, so um, I just want to say thank you to all the media that travelled out here. I want to say thank you as well to Prince Khalid, Prince Abdulaziz, the GSA Skills Challenge Entertainment for just the most amazing experience out here. Um, and I want to say thank you to the Matchroom Boxing team, Frank Smith, everybody on board, to Freddie Cunningham, Andy Bell, 258 Management. Um, and I want to say thank you as well to Anthony Joshua because to come back from that defeat at Madison Square Garden was tough. You know, people doubted him. People said that he might not have the hunger for the sport anymore, and he went away. And, you know, I knew how disappointed he was, and he bounced back, he showed that heart to come back, and he went back and he learned and he improved, and he's a student of the game. And there is so many more improvements that Anthony Joshua will make, and tonight was an absolute masterclass to become a two-time world heavyweight champion. So we're going to go to the floor now for questions for the champion. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. How are you? Good, good. You did well, but I expected more from you as a professional boxer. 
you won tonight, what would you do to ensure that you maintain the title you have earned tonight? What strategy will you put in place to ensure that you maintain it? Um, it's difficult to answer that question because when you're facing all challenges, different sizes, different styles, some people are pressure fighters, some people um, are counter punchers. In boxing, you're going to have good nights and bad nights in the heavyweight division. So all I can do is try my best, make my prayers, stay dedicated, and just do it for myself. You know, if I box for the crowd or box for people's opinion, then I might not have been victorious tonight. I boxed on my own game plan. I trusted my own process. And now I'm the champion. So I'm just going to follow my own instincts while I'm boxing. Um, look, I, I can knock people out when I want to, and I can box when I want to. So tonight was just about winning and trusting my process. I know maybe I could have done more at times, but sometimes simplicity is genius. And that was the motto, is keep it simple because it's going to lead to a genius performance. So it was outclassing the current champion and just kind of proving to myself is that um, every time I step in the ring, sometimes I may take a loss, but if I prepare myself well, I don't think anyone's going to beat me. And I just took it back to the old school, 70s style, boxing sweet science, hit and don't get hit. That's the name of the game. Bismillah, Anthony Joshua, congrats again on the win. Um, Nazir from ESPN Los Angeles. I just had to ask you, you know, out of all your opponents that you fought, you know, most of them you've knocked out, you know, barely any of them you ever gone to the distance. What is different about Andy Ruiz that, you know, you got your first loss from him, but then you bounced back, but still he took you to the distance. What's the difference? Because when it comes to your boxing, it looks like, you know, you can outbeat him easily. But what's the difference with him compared to your other opponents? when it comes to his challenges? I think belief is important. I think he believes in himself, which is very important. Um, he's very humble outside of the ring. And most people that are humble outside of the ring, they're definitely a threat inside the ring because I don't think they need to fake a character, like build up a full sense of an ego to prove that there's something that they're not. But I feel like he can definitely fight. Um, he has his countrymen behind him which gives you a different kind of energy. Not just people who support you when you're winning, he has people who support him because they have the same blood as him. And that is like a real type of energy that can't be denied. And he has his father beside him. You know, a lot of kids need their parents in their life for guidance. So his father's done a great job with him to kind of raise him and keep him on track since he was six years old. Um, so these are the things that make Andy Ruiz a lot different. That was my hand, by the way. <laughs> and I've always said, like, I've always had it in me. And I said, like, oh, when I win, they said, how are you going to celebrate? I said, I don't really want to celebrate because I know I belong here. But it was mainly just the discipline. I had some of my own issues. Andy said that he had his issues. Um, you know, the, 
the things that come along with being a champion. And he's a really nice guy, so it might, it might have been hard to say no to certain things as well. But um, I just knew what was always in me. Um, and on June 1st, I just got beat by the better man, and I just knew that I belong at a championship level. So the belt spent some time with me. The belts have spent some time with Andy. And I think the belts realised that they want to be around my waist. So they came home tonight. And um, as I always say, I'm only champion until the next time I go out because champions don't live forever. Uh, I came today, I'm victorious, and then I have to put them up in the air for the next competitor. And looking at the, the car today, you see all of the challenges that are hungry. And um, it's just going to be an interesting time in the heavyweight division because you guys, I want to thank you guys for being here as well. And uh, it's just an interesting time in the heavyweight division. I just, I'm just loving the buzz. Question from BBC. Yeah. Anthony, uh, two weeks ago you told Mike Costello <coughs> you might drop on your YouTube channel what happened last time in the build-up to the fight. On Monday you said it twice again. You talked about obstacles. Is there anything you can enlighten us with uh, with what happened before June the 1st? No, nah, Andy just beat me. Credit to the man. He beat me fair and square. He's a great, he's a great fighter, a great champion. First ever Mexican heavyweight champion. You know, He, he has something special about him. But we just reclaimed what was rightfully ours. Um, that's all. That's all. I just got beaten by the better man. And it shows that we're, we're just as good as each other. You know, he beat me, I beat him. And we move on, on to the next. Mike Coppinger. AJ, congratulations on the victory. Thank you, sir. You said before the fight that it wouldn't be special and you wouldn't celebrate at all. And instead, you had like an hour-long celebration <laughs> in the ring that like, one of the most epic I've ever seen. Did, was it just so much better than you imagined it? Or was that just the mindset that you had to have before? You ride the wave. You ride the energy. Um, deep down in my heart, I'm chilled. I'm calm. I'm collected. I believe in myself. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I just ride the wave of the crowd. Um, people who were happy, my family were there, my friends I grew up with were there so I had to kind of fill in with that energy you know but deep down honestly for me I'm relaxed it is what it is you've talked a lot about your friendship now with Vladimir Klitschko and how much advice he's given you you fought a lot like him I thought the very tactical yeah, and disciplined. yeah 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 um how much influence did he have on, on the strategy and the way you fought nothing to do with strategy that's my that's my trainers nothing to do with strategy but just about mindset I feel so Vladimir Klitschko, even though we, we've been in the ring and we were enemies to a certain degree, I feel like we have a lot of mutual respect. And that's the great thing about boxing is that you do go to war. However, you shake each other's hands after. Me and Vladimir kept a good relationship. And he's just been in the game for such a long time. I keep myself around boxing people who know the game. And any type of information and knowledge can lead me on to success. So, um, he passed on a lot of his experiences, which play a part in my mental preparation. AJ, uh, Adi Oladipo here for ESPN Africa. Uh, as oh, a fellow yeah. Nigerian, extremely proud of what you've done today. Thank you so All much. All of Nigeria has gone crazy. What inspired the Ringwalk music today? So when I went to Nigeria, I met um, Femi Akuti. Um, and more so than his music, the conversation he gave me, he sat me down and he spoke to me about some of the good things in Nigeria, some of the issues in Nigeria and so on. And when I went back, I listened to some of his music and that song, Fight to Win, 
really has deep meaning, really has deep meaning. And then his father, Fela, uh, my dad always listened to him, but when we were sparring, I'm, I'm one of them guys that just put the song on repeat. It's quite annoying for everyone else, but I'm a simple kind of guy, so I was just repeating that song on loop. And what I wanted to do was just create the same environment that I had in training, coming to the ring. So it was just stuff that I listened to while I'm preparing. So when I'm, when I'm sparring 12 rounds and stuff like that, we have the music playing in the background. There's about 50 people screaming. And it was just to create the same environment so I'm comfortable walking to the ring and it's not new to me. Anthony. Hello. Hello. What did you and Ruiz say when you guys had that moment in the ring? You guys kind of hugged, talked it out a little bit. What, what was that? What did you guys say and what was that moment like? I said, never give up. I just told him to never give up. It's tough. You're a great man, first of all. Um, and you're a great champion as well. But I told him to never give up and just keep on chasing his dream. Boxing is really tough. You know, but he's created his own history, he's created his own legacy. And um, I created mine tonight, and I'm glad we could both play a part in each other's uh, legacy. So I just kind of gave him a pat on the back and said, I'm sure I'll see you again. Good, good. Hi, Anthony. Anthony, how are yeah. Congratulations on the win tonight. Thank you, brother. Um, the WBO have put out that you all have to... Um, in 180 days. Yeah. Against... It's rock and roll, mate. Yeah? Yeah, man. Alexander Usyk. No problem. No chance at... Uh, belt gets vacated then? No, there's, a, there's an IBF mandatory, there's a WBO mandatory. Tonight's about celebrating the victory, and uh, as he's always done, um, his first mandatory um, was Kubrat Pulev. He pulled out. He faced Carlos Takam on a week's notice. His WBA mandatory was Alexander Povetkin. Nobody wanted to fight Alexander Povetkin at the time. He took care of that mandatory as well. Kubrat Pulev is the IBF mandatory. Alexander Usyk is a WBO mandatory, and I see him wanting to, wanting to take both of those fights as well. So we'll have to speak to the governing body, see who goes first, and then uh, deal with that. Anthony will have a nice Christmas on holiday. We'll work behind the scenes and plan for the no, future. Cr Christmas, yeah, but holiday, I'm still training. That's the key to this business, is stay active, stay in the gym. So I learned, you know, being heavily promoting boxing when I become champion after 16 fights, isn't it like fighting twice a year? When a fighter needs to develop, like 24 fights, I think they should fight for a championship. I learned that you can't spend a lot of time out of the gym. You have to kind of stay consistent. So a little holiday, yeah, but I'm going to stay consistent because that's going to lead me to a, another victory and another defense of my title. AJ, AJ. congrats tonight. Thank um, you. Andy, straight after the fight, said that he would be happy to see any potential third fight back here in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Are you happy with that prospect as well? The great thing is um, his view on Saudi Arabia, that's a positive because he was a bit weary at first, so it's nice to see that he's changed his opinion. Has everyone had a good time here? I think everyone's had a good time here, which is nice. So it's a neutral ground, neutral territory, so if, the, if he's keen, um, Alexander, Usyk, uh, Ulev, Ruiz, I don't want to mention the other guy's name, you know who they are. Um, <laughs> But when they're ready, you know, I fought a lot of great names on my record and I've beaten some good names as well. And I'm looking forward to taking on more challenges. And Andy's still on that list because I think we make for good music. He's a good dancing partner. AJ, congratulations here. Hello, how are you? Boris Yovicic, RTL Television, Croatia. Is there a wish to unite all the belts, the Deontay Wilder fight? Yeah, definitely. I would love to, definitely. I've united for... Um, 
it's hard. It's difficult to keep them. It's difficult to unite them. Um, I'm sure PBC were desperately rooting for Andy to win. <laughs> but we came and put a little spanner in their works. But we'll see what happens, man. I'd love to unite the belts. But I think me chasing, same as in the fight, sometimes if I'm chasing the right hand or I'm chasing the left hook, it may come crashing down. And I realised that chasing that fight wasn't playing into my benefit. So I'm just going to let the path take its course. I've got great people managing me. I've got a great team. And when the opportunity presents itself to become undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, you know me by now. I'll definitely step up and take the challenge. Guys, we can have two more questions, please. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, your left. Hello. Salvador Rodriguez from ESPN. Uh, first of all, congratulations. Thank you, sir. And then, do you feel that this victory was a kind of different uh, after your, uh, your first loss? Do you feel that this is like a refreshment in your career after the win, 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 and KO, KO, KO? Mm. Yeah, it's nice to KO, to KO. Like, there was times that I looked in Andy's eyes and I wanted to put my fist through his head. But then I thought to myself, this is boxing, you know? I need to win for myself. I need to show people that this is the sweet science of the sport as well. It's not, it's not like a, a script where they say Anthony's going to go. It's not, it's not wrestling. This is real life. And it's dangerous. So I have to box to my game plan. And my coaches, they devised a great strategy. And I trusted in them and I followed it through. So even though um, I took my loss, I took it like a man, I understood where I went wrong, and I keep on comparing it to an exam. When you take your exam, if you fail the first time, you study and you prepare better the next time. And I just knew with all of my preparation, my education and um, discipline, I just knew I was going to pass this exam against Andy. Thank you. Last question, guys. Hello. It wasn't what? a low. Let's not look at it like that. It was a learning experience. So you had a roller coaster year, a learning experience, learning experience yeah, and now experience. you've had such a high experience. You've regained your belts. What did you learn about yourself during this year? What did I learn about myself? Nothing new. Nothing new. This is just what I'm built for. I just like fighting. It's a shame because everyone likes me fighting when I'm winning, but hates me when I lost. <laughs> but for me personally, looking at myself in the mirror, I, loved, I just love fighting. So I didn't learn anything new. Before boxing, I was a little fighter. I started boxing. I continued to fight. And I just learned that I still love the game. That's all it is. It's a really difficult job. You know, I'd love to get in there and smack a man and lay him out. But these guys are highly skilled athletes. And... I just love preparing for a good challenge. Um, I just didn't learn much except for I just love fighting and this is all I have. This is all I've got. So I just really disciplined myself for it. Thank you, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Joshua, two-time heavyweight champion Thank of the world. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Guys, can we ask the, uh, the British dailies to bring up a chairs to the front here? We're going to have a huddle and then we'll do a, a YouTube huddle as well after that as well. No, uh, guys, 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 guys. British, back, British writers only right now, please. Thank you. Please step back. Thank you. How are you guys? Can you turn the mics off, please, at the back? Thank you.